Money FM 89.3, best of the breakfast huddle. The bigger picture, only on Money FM 89.3. Good morning. Welcome to the bigger picture. Well, it's all about the R word these days. In fact, three R's recessions, rates, and Russia. But overnight, we did see US stocks rally. So that's a good end to Friday, perhaps for tonight's action as well. So the Dow up for a fifth day in a row, adding over 500 points, up 1.6%. And that is now on its longest winning streak in two months. The SP 500 climbed 2%. And the NASDAQ. Outperforming, rising 2.7%. And it seems to be driven by some strong earnings from the retail sector. And that coming through from the likes of Dollar Tree as well as Macy's. So how long will the rebound last? Let's get a bigger picture from Ricky Zia. He is the head of multi-asset for Pictate Wealth Management Asia. Morning, Ricky. How are you doing today? Good morning. Very good. Thanks for having me here. Yeah, happy Friday, Ricky. Now, let's start with your reading of the pulse of the market First, now, what do you take away from the action we've been seeing in the past week? You know, markets have been going through a bit of a slump, and then they seem to have bounced back relatively strongly in the past few days. Yes. So, if you look at the uh, the U.S. market, the S and P actually has declined consecutively consecutively for seven weeks. Uh, so, recently, we've seen a bit of the rebound because people are seeing maybe some of the corrections have overdone, some of the growth concerns maybe overdone. So people are slightly more, you know, on a risk-on mode. Mm. So that's why we see a bit of the rally uh, recently, yeah. Yeah, and talk about the, I guess, oversold levels that some people might be indicating. That's why you might be seeing this rebound. So does that mean, you no know, those fears of inflation are overdone? Should we actually be not worried that much about inflation? I think inflation is still the main issue today. You know, all the central banks are actually look at the inflation more seriously today. And for example, in U.S., the Fed remains very hawkish. And we, we are seeing quantitative tightening coming. And the rate hikes will continue to come until they see the inflation numbers come down significantly. The reason is that the U.S. economy is running very hot. Globally, we see uh, demand exceeding supply by a very large margin. So there's a limited things that Fed can do to mm. improve the supply situation. So the only way to do is to raise rates until the demand uh, comes down. So yep. that's something that they are looking at. Yeah. Yeah. The question, Ricky, I guess is no. You can hike rates, but the question is how much and by uh, how fast. So there's a lot of question marks around what might happen in the coming year or so. Will we get a soft landing? Will we get a hard landing? Will we get a recession? Now, what's your reading of the outlook, Ricky? Uh, will we actually get there because of all the worries that we have in the backdrop? So our base case is that after the recent 50 bips hike in June, we probably see another 50 bips. So Fed will probably continue to do so uh, until summer. So after summer, um, it's a bit uncertainty depending on how much the rate hike will have the impact, the negative impact on the U.S. economy. So our base case is seeing uh, saying um, the there is a possibility that that Fed will uh, pause the rate hike mm. by September. So that's that's something we're looking at. But on the inflation front, I think it is going to stay here for longer um, because of the multiple issues we have. You know, uh, other than supply, we see the high energy prices and food prices because of the war, and we also see uh, China. You know. Because of the COVID lockdowns recently, the, the supply disruption 
will also happen. So that's that's adding to the inflation pressure. So we're seeing the the inflation probably going to last uh, much longer than we uh, initially expected. Okay, so in some sense, yeah. Ricky, it seems like the Fed's front-loading the rate hikes and then decide what to do uh, when they get more data and certainty around the environment. So with this backdrop, right, when you get a possibility of that pause by the Fed, how will that play out for markets? How should investors position themselves in the coming months when you have rate hikes coming and then maybe not so much later on? So in the short term, even though you know the market has declined quite a bit, we do see a possibility of, on the technical front. You may see a bit of the rebound, but there's a, really a limited catalyst to really have a, a to move the market mark up substantially. So that's something we are looking at. So in terms of uh, market direction, so we are still seeing uh, how much the the rate hike will have the impact on the on the growth, and that's something I think every it's on everyone's mind. Uh, we that's also what we are looking at. Okay, so what are the markets and regions and sectors you're more bullish about these days, Ricky? Yeah, in terms of allocation, so we are currently still underway in fixed income, but obviously we've seen. Yield has come up quite substantially compared to the past. So we are so turning more positive on U.S. Treasuries. We do see some defensive plays, for example, the short-term, uh, short-duration fixed income you know, investment-grade solutions. So those are probably for investors who want to you know, lock in a decent yield while taking a limited you know, downside risk. So that's on the fixed income side. Equity side, you know, because of the market sell-off, quite a lot of defensive equities actually has, been, has suffered quite disproportionately in our view. So they, they are quite much cheaper than a few weeks ago. So there are opportunities in those names. But at the same time, we emphasize on selection. You know, active management selection is very important. Chinese equity, there's a, this is another area uh, we are watching out for, even though at the moment we're still underway uh, for Chinese equities. But if you look uh, through into the second half of the year, we see a lot of policy easing coming, even though the, the detailed measures have, have not come out. But if there's any change in COVID policy, any change in the regulations, we may see good catalysts for rebound. So that's something we were, watch, we were watching out for. Yeah, of course, we'll be watching closely to see if Shanghai will normalise by mid-June and that could pave the way uh, for sentiment to go up as well. We've been chatting with Ricky Zia. He is the head of multi-asset for Pictet Wealth Management Asia. Ricky, thanks for your time this morning and have a great weekend in advance. Thank you very much. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.